dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You Can't Make This Up podcast, episode 67, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday, Thank sir. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Blessed to be on the right side of the crack. Hey, uh, what you do? <laughs> Man, we went to Top Golf last night. Um, had way too much Patron. Hey. Um, but we just kicked it. Not, nothing too much. We're going to lunch today back in Cincinnati, so we just slow motion. It's my 35th. So okay. Been happy, there, done happy, that. man. And we got guests today on the podcast, man. Uh, this guy I've had the pleasure of knowing since one of the most epic parties of the year of 1998. Oh. <laughs> yes. We go way for, back? Way back. Okay. Way back. Okay. This guy was kicking it on Wright State's campus before he was even a student. That's how far <laughs> we go back, man. Uh, and we'll talk about that party a little bit later on, see how good your memory is on that. My brother, and I have a real brother, so I don't have to call people my brother that I truly don't love, man. I love this guy, man. AP, yo, Aaron Perry, what's good, boss? Yo, yo, what's good, man? Appreciate and you brought you one me. of your assistant coaches with you, too, Yeah, I got my man, Jason. What's up, everybody? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, man, um, what prompted us to bring you on the pod today, man, I was uh, watching your guy, LeVar Ball, <laughs> and I was like, man, what is up with this AAU culture? And I was like, my guy, he's a coach. <laughs> Let me holler at him. So I hit you up, and you are here. Yes, so uh, bring the mic a little closer to you, boss. So uh, one of the first questions I have for you, we gonna we gonna get into some other stuff too. But I definitely had to get you on for this 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 AAU life, man. <laughs> what is AAU basketball? Man, it just. It's uh for me it's like it's like an all star basketball team, man. I mean, you um think about it, everybody plays school ball throughout the year through the um fall and winter. They come through for the spring and for, um spring and summer and just play play ball. So I mean, just about the all star kids getting together, getting it down, man. Getting it in, going down. So what is probably like the biggest difference between AAU basketball and high school basketball? Or, you know, school basketball, I guess. Uh, let's see, with AAU, you can pretty much, your whole team, of, you got a team of starters. Um, high school, you part, you got about one or two main guys, and the rest of the guys are just role players. And I think high school ball, they, they focus more on plays. And it, it all depends on the coach. Um, in AAU, a lot of times, it's just running gun, man. They ain't focused on no plays. And like I said, everybody on the team is an all-star. So, I mean, they used to being the man on their school team, but now you got a whole team of, Everybody who's the, like the one and two option on a um, on a high school team. Okay. So my question I want to ask you is, what is the process in building a team when you got, like you say, a team full of stars, a team full of people that can really go? What's that building a team process like? Uh, man, it, it's crazy. I mean, you know what I'm saying. We we have tryouts. Um, everybody come out, they do their thing. I mean, it, it's rough because I mean, it's a lot of kids you want to put on your team. So I mean, but I mean, you think about it, like you got. A, a team of ten. So I mean, we just go through the process of elimination and see exactly what what um what, what kids we need at at what position. And How early are you looking for these kids? Though, because uh, I know man, we, we looking right like, now, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know it's at, like that ten year old yeah, that's yeah. that's got some handle that you like. Okay, we're gonna keep an eye on yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, we looking right now. Like we coach uh, sixth grade, we're class of twenty twenty three. Okay, so uh, <laughs> this is crazy to even think of that <laughs> <man>. number. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what do you think? What's your process? Grab that mic, grab that mic, grab that. there you go. Uh, it can be difficult because once you get a, or a team that uh, gets hot or whatever, you get a, you get a lot of uh, a lot of more people come out, a lot of talent. But I think it's easier when you got a group of coaches that all on the same page, all know what they want. Um, you can't have too many, too many chefs in the kitchen, I guess. You know what I mean? So you hear a lot about this AAU culture and everything like that, and you hear, like, some people say it's bad for basketball, especially, like, you know, the Dick Vitales of the world, you know, Stephen A and everybody got their opinion about AAU basketball. 
What do y'all think AAU provides for the students? I think I don't think it's bad for the game at all if coach right. Um, if you put a team together and like you said, it's running gun, but you can slow the game down. You can run plays. You can build a team. And I think the best teams out there are the teams with guys that's been together for a while and play together and aren't so much on the LeVar ball mm-hmm. type stuff. You know? What's the age bracket of this? Like you said, y'all only coach the sixth graders or is it like, all right, y'all team from, you know, first grade through fifth grade and then y'all team from sixth to eighth grade or something like that? How does that process work? Well, I mean, it, it starts, I mean, as young as second grade. So, I mean. Second grade. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, second oh, grade. Second grade hoopers. That's my next. Grade. Oh yeah, it, it's crazy out there, man. I mean, they got rankings. They they ranking these kids, man, as young as second grade, yo. So I mean, you go like the um coast to coast preps dot com, um global glass grassroots. You can look it up. They got they got kids ranked all the way up until I think what it stops at uh at eighth grade. Then once you get to high school, it's a whole different holding up a ball game. But like I mean, you got you got your organizations. They start anywhere from second grade all the way up to high school. Wow. So like I said, I, we we coach uh, only sixth grade really. Then I mean, I was an assistant coach uh, within our organization on our um our, our ninth grade team last year. So whenever I can you, do, how, how, how long you been doing it? Um, coaching AAU. What's my third third or fourth year coming into it? So were you always sixth grade? No, well, I started. My, um, you I just started follow with your, follow yeah, your, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, what my so, question was. Are you following these kids? Yeah, like the, following the groups. Or yeah, is it exactly. Just like six. Okay. I, I think we. I started off. Um, the, we we had, we've been coaching probably about the same amount of time. Uh, our kids are on the same team. Okay. So um, I know third grade. We didn't. We weren't into like what they call quote unquote real AAU. So I know he had like um a team in the summer. We we battled back and forth. Then I was down at the Kingdom. Um, they they run AAU down there. Um. But we we didn't travel. Everything was right there down in Franklin. So, uh, but fourth grade, my, when our kids were in the fourth grade, that's when we got together in uh, within the organization, M, uh, MVP Dynasty. So that uh, it was upcoming uh, program, and we we trying to carry it on. So we've been with it since um, fourth grade, fourth, fifth, and now sixth. Mm-hmm. So you know what's funny about MVP Dynasty? My childhood friend is McDejanet. Okay, yeah, we yeah. grew up in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I used to shoot my shots in his driveway yeah. in the morning. It's like that's my that's my guy. So right, right. Shouts yeah. to Mick. Congrats Car on, ride. Congrats on engaged, by the way, too, brother. <laughs> Man, so what's like what's a typical weekend for a U coach? Man, it's crazy, man. I mean, because well, for me, because I, I work I work third shift, and then it just all depends where we playing. I mean, we we didn't been to Tennessee. Uh, He'd have been to Chicago. Chirac. Uh <laughs> I mean, guys, they they going all the way all over. So I mean, this all depends on how you do it. Cause I get off of work maybe Friday morning. I'm getting my stuff together, depending on what we playing. I'm getting in the car, picking up my kid, and we off, man. Then it's I mean it's basketball nonstop Friday to Sunday, depending on if you win. I mean, you keep winning, you keep keep playing. Mm. All right, that leads me to my next question. Do you think the frequency of the games puts a Something in the kid's mind that, well, I got more games to play, so it really don't matter if we win or lose. Like, is that hunger? Like, man, we got to win. Like, when you go to the court, like, back home in Cleveland, we go to Cumberland Park. It's packed. I got next. Mm. You got next after five more games, <laughs> young buck. You wait your five. Right. And we, the conversation is goes all the same at every basketball park across the country. Hey, we done waited a whole two hours to get on here. Let's win. We not Let's win. Right, right. Stay on as long as we can. So is that like something like the kids are mindful of, like a situation like, oh man, we lose, we got another game in an hour, it's all good. Nah, I mean we we I mean nah, you got to win. Like if you want to keep playing, you 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 got to win. So I mean like, but what they do, they you got um you got your pool play and you got bracket play. So you play one or two games to decide where you where you place in the bracket. Then once you get into that bracket play. That's 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 how you get to the championship game. So even sometimes, even in the pool play, they do like a three or four game guarantee. If you don't do too well in in the pool play, you <laughs> might get to the games. If you don't win, you got to score. Sometimes you got to score. You got to out. You got to score a lot to um to get placed. If you don't place, then it's a wrap. We're going home. <laughs> so when bracket play started, are we talking like quarterfinals or like like you talking like seven, eight, nine, ten games in a weekend or like how are we talking the schedules break down? 
you can go anywhere from like a three or four game guarantee in pool play to maybe three games to get to the championship the next the following day or Saturday or Sunday. So on a weekend it could be six to yeah. ten games, yeah. basically. I mean you depend depending on the tournament, kids can lose focus. Like if it's too easy, yeah, mm-hmm. they'll get sloppy, and we get we run into that sometimes where we pick some tournaments that we probably will never pick again. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the competition wasn't there, so uh, yeah. Where is that fine line where yeah, you try to find that? All right, we want to get out there, get the kids better, and you'll want to make sure all the kids play. Like it's a, a juggling act, right? Yeah, that's that's real hard because. Everybody's got a different view of it. View of it, if you got a kid in it, like we both, both our sons play on the same team. So naturally, as coaches, you're still, you're still a dad mm-hmm. once your kids play, you know. But you got to treat your kid the same way as everybody else. So like I know all the kids on our team, they, I ride them like they live in my house. I treat them all the same. He treats them all the same. But if you don't pick the right tournaments, you'll end up in a situation where, yeah, everybody's getting playing time, but you're blowing kids, other teams out by. I mean, we've had games where we won by 50. Mm-hmm. 58. Well, 51. <laughs> 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 61 to 3. Yeah, 61 to 3. Wow. Game. Uh, and that's. It's not doing it's not, anybody any good. It's not doing anybody any good. And it's kind of, you don't want to call the game because we didn't travel all this way for nothing. But you don't like to see the other kids. Yeah. How um how hard is it for, like, to raise funds for all this? It sounds like, you know, we're talking spring, summer, we kids is out of school, and I'm sure y'all doing a lot of, you know, side work and then traveling. Is is it like a one-time fee? Or are we talking throughout the year, fundraisers? Like, what's the process? Them car that? washes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it's a little bit of, a little bit of all of that. Um, I know um, different organizations they charge different prices. So I mean that covers um your uniform and then your tournament. So and how long are we talking? Like a eight week, twelve week? Uh, let me see. Well, we, we started um we started in March, and <laughs> uh I mean we like I told Kev earlier we uh we got a, we we playing playing t- today actually at one o'clock down at Kingdom. It's just summer league though. So I mean it go as far as I mean we try to do like minimum like six six to ten tournaments. Okay. So it just depends how much money you have. And yeah. I mean. Like I said, we just, we just call it four hundred dollars. That'll cover maybe like six tournaments in your jerseys and all that. Okay. But the travel, that's all on the parents. Oh. For, for us, so I mean, you got yeah. different organizations where everything is paid for. You got some of these sponsored, um, these teams, these teams that are sponsored by like Nike, Under Armour, wow. Adidas, Reebok, and so on and so on. But uh, I mean, sounds real in the field. Out yeah. There. Oh yeah, it, it's real. <laughs> we getting that Jordan brand sponsorship. Hey, we working on it. <laughs> I'm a ten and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I'll be a big kid on the bench that just I shave and I just sit there and just, just pass out cups. You know what I'm saying? Hey guys, let's go. You got the force. I need to submit force player. Ten and a half. Don't let me down. So you touched on something, Jason. Uh the hardest thing in the world, man. The parents. Let's talk about these parents. Yeah. Because as we know, every kid is the next Kobe, the next LeBron, the next yeah. Jordan. How do y'all deal with the parents? Yeah, you get the mic. <laughs> good, real yeah. good. Because I've seen your son play, and he can he can really ball. So I'm sure you run into a lot of this. Uh, so I'm gonna just sit back and let you go, man. I think parents, <laughs> go. If you got a good group of parents, yeah, it really helps. Um, every parent has to be supportive of every kid on the team, but you also got to be in touch with reality. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> so if you got a kid that every, you know your child, you know what they do every day. So if you got a kid that goes and is nonstop when he's not at practice, putting in work, going to the gym, asking to go to the gym, getting on your nerves about it, or you got a kid that as soon as he comes home from practice, he's on the sticks and or on the phone. A 2K hooper. <laughs> you got to drag him to practice. Mm-hmm. Then I'm not saying that it's not the place for you, but and if you're 
watching the practices. You know how your kid practices. So you can't go out there and expect to spend. I mean, you can spend anywhere from 200 to $300 in a weekend just on getting there and eating mm-hmm. in the hotel stay. So as a parent, put the coaching to the side. I I have I have a problem with another parent. Oh, my kid's not in. Well, if your kid's not really putting forth the effort, you know what I mean? We came here to, to win. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you run into that, but we've been fortunate enough to have a good group of parents for the last since from the beginning. I've always joked and said that like our generation growing up in sports and growing up in, you know, your own city league tournaments and all that stuff. Like now with the 2017 lifestyle, everybody living with their phones and YouTube promo videos and this, that, and the third, it seems it seems like the, the parent, the next generation has made it difficult for coaches because every kid wants to make their, their, their video and, and, and go get it, basically. You know, every kid wants that. And it seems like our generation, we had some opportunities and some, and some things, but now it seems like it's just so elevated and so much more that as a coach, it has to be like, you know, a I'm, lot. I'm guilty of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I do the videos and, like, I do a lot of stuff to uh, try to get my son noticed or whatever, but he works really hard. So that's my way of helping him, I guess. You know, I push him, we train, we work, but at the same time, I spend a lot of time with other kids too. Mm-hmm. So. Like I give other kids a lot of opportunity to do, opportunity to do the same stuff that he does, and whether they want to do it or not, it's up to them. I don't force it on anybody, but I give invites all the time. Like we're going to the gym, you want to come, work right. out, whatever. They come, they come. So I'm not against that because at the end of the day, as a parent, if your kid wants to go to school to play ball, who doesn't want that? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. I think it's really huge to have because as an outsider that's, you know, you hear of a name floating around social media, the first thing I do is YouTube and want to see that work video. I want to see you putting that work in the gym. So it's like on the outside, that's what I, that's how I introduce my, learn you or, or, you know, figure out what you, how you hoop or whoever, whatever sport it is. So I think it's definitely something to use, but I just feel like you're going to have 12 kids doing it and then you're going to have 12 more next year. And then the next thing you know, you got, just a lot of people that's trying to push that and make it. And then, like you say, the kid that might not only that might only play seven minutes, fifteen minutes. <laughs> well, you, well, you. It's an easy way to get exposed, though, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you can talk somebody up or talk a kid up, but eventually, you're gonna have to play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some kids, like I know my son. I'll make a video, or whatever. He'll watch it a couple of times. He's a shy guy, so he doesn't like dwell on it or whatnot. But his attitude is, now I gotta, yeah, I gotta keep doing this, you know. And he watches the Levar balls and Mel, all the ball families videos twenty four seven. Like that's all he watches that stuff all the time. So he's always seeing who's next or who's doing what. So that pushes him. So I think it's a good thing and a bad thing because then you got some kids that can get overrated. Mm-hmm. And then they get to these big tournaments and they get exposed. And it's has, has a look. parent of a, of a child that's in it. You know, I got three kids, but has a parent of a child that's you know that's doing something that they love that you love. How are you feeling with all this ball family and how they're attacking this this summer that we've been exposed <laughs> to? <laughs> I I like I like it to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to see. Uh, father pushing his kids in a positive image. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I mean, some people say I'm similar. <laughs> like that. But, oh, you got some Zotos <laughs> coming out? <laughs> I mean, I'm similar I'm with the... <laughs> I'm similar with the bragging sometimes or whatnot, but it's just I'm proud of my son. and that's Yeah, you're supposed that, to be. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But, I mean, I think in his situation, all his kids are talented, but he took a lot of attention from them and put it on himself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the only part I don't like. I definitely it. think Zoe can hoop. I think the middle kid can hoop. 
I'm not sold on the on the uh the youngest one, bro. Like I'm sorry, man. I mean, I know they're pick king. Yeah, I know they're just <laughs> highlight clips and everything, but I'm just not sold, bro. Like, dude is six, what six four? Can't bang. Like, and I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say he's skinny, but shoot, I I would be the one to talk if I was bring a picture of myself when I was in the tenth grade. I was thin as a rail too, so I'm not gonna bash him for that. I'm just I'm just not overall impressed. Maybe it's because the attention is on them so much, so now. Every single highlight is of him doing something, and it's like I'm just overall not impressed with his game. I know, uh, he don't play no defense, man. Yeah, I was watching that game the other night when he played on. Uh, yeah, Zion. I mean, well, he had 36 points, but it don't matter. What I don't know, I forgot what Zion had, but they, you know, what I'm saying they lost. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, exactly. It don't matter. That kid is built like a oh, defensive end, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, he looked yeah. like I, when I saw him. The first thing I thought, like, man, he looks like Larry Johnson, yeah. and and he's like in eleventh grade. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what are they feeding these kids, dog? Right, yeah, it's, it's unreal, man. Yo, he's on juice. Yeah, some, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yo, calling it now. Some of these kids, though, I mean, like in the sixth grade, I mean, yo, we was up in uh, in Indy. They got these kids sixth grade, yo, like six two, man, wearing a size thirteen. It's, it's unreal, yo, the, the height. The, yeah, legit. This turn, this turned twelve, God, like last man. month, yo. <laughs> That's bananas. Who's the uh, best kid y'all ever seen play? Like in the that age bracket you guys been coaching? Uh, Drayshawn Roberts. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I mean it, it's it's a lot of it's it's I mean it, it's so many to uh yeah. Yeah. Throughout the state, twenty twenty three is probably. One of the best. It's going to be probably the best class to come out of Ohio in a long time. And, you know, Ohio's just been known for football for so long. And with, you know, Brian, uh, Daquan, Diebler, O.J. Mayo, Sullinger, Aaron Kraft, like it's really turning into a hoop state. And, um, you know, a person that gets a lot of light is LeBron Jr., so y'all played him. Y'all have seen him. Yeah, we played him multiple times. Go. How how is the king's son? How, how? My opinion, look, the king's son. He's good. He's built just like his. He's built just like his dad. He's gonna be built just like his dad. He's long, athletic, but at the same time, take nothing away from him. Like everybody started flocking to that team mm-hmm. because. It's LeBron's son's team. So, like, like, my son had the opportunity to try out for the team when they first started. He chose not to because he didn't want to miss football. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that hurt me. <laughs> but it ended up being a good thing because we ended up with MVP and we're ranked two spots behind. Creating his own lane. Right. So, but he, I think he's good, but I think at the same time, I mean, every time they go to a different tournament, uh, you see another six one kid, you know, because people are flocking to him, and he's, I mean, their team, the team stacked. And what grade is he in? He's sixth grade. Oh, he's also like he's going to seventh grade. Also, just like how tall grade. is this kid? Like five, six, maybe. So basically, about the same size as basically every other kid in the sixth he grade. Got a little height on him, but long arms. But I mean. You can tell, look at some of these kids' feet and tell they're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got some clod hoppers on. Yeah. APO, what you think? Because I, I, I know we did talked about this before. Yeah, I mean, yo, he's good. Like, like not taking nothing away from him. I mean, he can hold his own. He, dude, he got great court vision. He can pass the ball. I mean, shoot it. But when we played him, I, I was kind of, I wasn't as impressed as, as I was at seeing all the highlights. Right. Um, and to me, I don't think he's the best on the team. Uh, I mean, they got a kid out of Chicago, point guard. Whoa, 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 whoa. They have a kid from Chicago? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, man, they got, I, yeah, they got two kids out of Chicago. We're but. going viral, Kev. Hashtag, <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this up podcast, baby. Yeah, but I think I think the point guard they got on their team, he's, I think he's probably the best on their squad. And I mean, I don't, I ain't, I don't, I ain't even going to say it. I don't want to sound like I'm hating. <laughs> I'm going to just keep that, the next comment to myself. But nah, he, 
he's definitely a great ball player, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You know, I gotta be a lot of pressure for that kid, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, your dad is LeBron James, best basketball player on planet Earth right now, and you, you know, should have been doing this for at least nine, ten years, right? <laughs> yeah, you should be in the league by now, right? I mean, I yeah. just think about how hard people were on Michael Jordan's kids. Like, yo, them dudes is like barely cracking six two. <laughs> He's six six six, taking off from the free throw line. Dude can't dunk like man. You're not like your dad. Right. Like damn, can I live? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I tell you, he, he's definitely like his dad though. I mean, he can ball. I mean, it's definitely a lot of pressure. I mean, when we was in Akron, we we were playing, we were playing before them. I didn't even know what they was playing right after us. And um, LeBron was actually in the building, and the, the crowd it was it was crazy, man. We was playing on like it was two courts in the gym. It was a divider. Um, two games going on. I mean. It was just ridiculous. They can barely play because it was everybody was on the court mm-hmm. just trying to. They was out there heckling them, you know what I'm saying, and uh, just trying to just trying to get a glimpse of them and trying to see LeBron. Like I said, it was two games going on. It wasn't nobody over at the other game. I don't even think the parents was over there. It was just <laughs> it was just the coaches, the refs, and the players. I see Johnny play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's ridiculous just to get out there and he, and we were up there in Akron and we was at the Drew Joyce. Um, everybody was asking, like, "Hey, LeBron gonna be playing?" I don't know. <laughs> So I mean, it, it's definitely crazy just just for them um, just to get a glimpse of of Junior out there playing. So I can imagine what type of pressure that he's under, game in game out, and not not even him too, just the whole team. Yeah. So I mean, that's you got spotlight. teams out there that's gunning for him just because that's LeBron's son, and they want to try to get get out there and play in front of him. Do y'all ever get the feeling like that y'all need to take y'all team down to to the bass? <laughs> to just drop them off yeah, and get some of that, oh, yeah. get some of that yeah. real wreck, yeah. some unrefereed mm-hmm. getting hit in the head. Oh, you call a foul? No, it ain't no foul. We going the other way with it. With it. Do y'all ever get that feeling because the guys are just playing too loosey goosey or whatever? Oh yeah, definitely all the time, man. I'm telling like, yo, y'all need to go down and play some real ball. Go down and play, like you said, down down in the city, man. I, I think at times we uh, not, not necessarily us, but they just might be a little catered mm-hmm. and just. Sometimes we just play a little way too soft for my for my liking. Cause I mean, AP, yo, you from you from Maryland, <laughs> yeah, bro? You, y'all hoop out that yeah, way. That's we, what y'all do. Hey, stay, take it straight to the hole, man. No, no threes, y'all. <laughs> I was, matter of fact, I was watching. Get your uh, rebound. That has to I be was, tough right now, and how I, basketball is being played. Yeah, I was watching something on uh, on Dave. He, he, you know, he a baller. He um mm-hmm. from New York, and he played in um played in, in Maryland. And he was like, "Yo, I play ball in Maryland. They play, they play jail ball down there. <laughs> Everywhere you go." So, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when we played. We played um, team um, team thrill uh, with Muggsy Bowles' grandson. Mm. We played them last year. They was, I think, they was like ranked number one, or whatever. They had one nationals, West Coast nationals. Uh, it, it was a brawl, man. And um, my kids, I don't think we had ever seen, a, yeah, anything that physical. And they was talking mad crap, yo. They was out there cussing. They was out there cussing to the parents. And they were just physical. I mean, it was like it was grown man ball. I was so proud of my team because I mean, we hung with them. We should have we should have beat them. We only lost by five, and then I mean, it was just crazy. Just a different different atmosphere, a different type of basketball, man. Then the coaches, we almost got into it with the coaches. Hey! They were, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it was real. It was real. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask you, like, what is it like? With all the you know uh, tools and things you can use as a coach, like. How hard is it to almost reinvent yourself with some new training? Like it seems like it seems like that'll be just you'd be flooded on YouTube with ideas mm. and things to do. But as a coach, how how is it constructing all that? I got hundreds of videos saved. Yeah, of different stuff I see. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, I mean, it's only much so much you can do. Yeah, at the end of the day, it just comes down to hustle doing the little things and I think that's what makes our team successful mm-hmm. we got guys that are role players and we got guys that are our go-tos and everybody does something different and brings something to the table and like to fall back on that ball situation that I think the difference is you never like you don't hear anything else about anybody else on this team mm-hmm so he, to shoot the ball and score 36 points, I mean, you shot the ball a lot. Yeah. Because you didn't hit everything. You know what I mean? And on our like on our team, we've got multiple guys that can put up 15, 20 points at any given time. 
sometimes all of them at the same time, those are the, the best games. But, I mean, as far as training goes, after a while, after a couple of summers, practice is practice. It's just about going hard every time, not getting sloppy. I wanted to ask you, too, about the, the, the dark side of, of AAU. Because, like, just on the outside looking in, it seems the competition to get on so-and-so's team or to be in this particular area. Like, is it is there a nasty side or a dark side of AAU that just kind of gets overlooked? <laughs> it's, or it's, it's, it's just in ways it's like the league. Like, like you see now, like uh, Kyrie wants to leave. Yeah. So you got good teams, and it falls back to the parent situation. Some parents might not get along. He might feel like his kid is should be the go-to guy. I might feel like my kid should be the go-to guy. So if we're not working it out, this is just parents. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to the coach. I'm complaining. He's going to the coach. He's complaining. Somebody leaves. They go to the so-called whatever competition. So that recruitment is is quote unquote legal. Or is it not? Oh, you can do what you want. Yeah, yeah so like, so you, you can go chase whoever you want to chase. You can chase what, you, and that's the sad thing about it to me. Yeah, that's but why. The, that's my. That's why I asked that. The good thing about MVP is our group. None of them go to the same school, and they've been together since fourth grade. And the core of the group, how many? Five. Yeah. Five of them have been together since day one. Yeah. So I think that's why we are doing so well now. Cause we gel and grown together, mm-hmm. but you got, you can have guys that are good. I mean, we've had situations where parents come on the court during the game and say, "Hey, no, this this not working out. The game's not even over." <laughs> and we look up and your kid's gone. Wow. Because you don't like what's going on out there. Like it happens. There has like to that. be a fine line though, because I can see the you know the struggling parent that's just trying to you know make ends meet and is one day away from having a bad day trying to support this AAU thing and then they they son ain't getting clock or or you know whatever I could just see that being a fine line for some people that to where the stress of that comes in where my, I'm, I paid this much and my son ain't mm-hmm. you know that's a hot button boy <laughs> but you in the, as an adult though exactly. you know your child so you should put your child in the best yeah, situation mm-hmm. so if you know your child is not on a level to be playing against Blue Chips or the, or the Dayton Swiss or MVP Dynasty teams like that, Cincinnati Royals that are ranked, that do real well, maybe you better start them off out of in a smaller program. Or eat that has a learning experience and right. keep it moving. We didn't have it on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Like, we didn't have guys that maybe thought parents thought they were good enough or we thought they were good enough and they just turned out just wasn't a good fit. Then you know, what I'm saying they go to a smaller program or make go down to a kingdom. I call kingdom the, the committee kingdom is like the D league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where you go down and get your work in, yeah. and then get your work in. Yeah. And come with, with the big boys. <laughs> yeah. That's, then that's like crazy. you said, we had a parent pull his son off off the court during the game. Like yo, uh, uh-uh. uh, took his jersey off, handed it, gave it back to me. So I mean, man, what what is that? that's that's <laughs> crazy, man. I just remember as a kid the simple fact that. When you start something, you finish. I don't care yeah. if you don't like it. I don't like it. I done paid this money. You finish it. Mm-hmm. You're not getting no burn. Mm-hmm. You need to do something about it. I right. Quit, I quit one sport in my life, and that was only because mom wasn't there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I, I could quit and get a wiggle out. But <laughs> like you say, it was always if we zero and ten, we about to be zero and twelve. Yeah. We got two more games left, son. You know. Yeah. That's yeah, how I'm we kind of grew up with. Yeah, sports. exactly. That's that's how I feel about it. Man, what's y'all record? What's the what's the coaching uh, record? Well, for this year, I'm overall. I don't I don't know what it was overall, but this year we we finished forty and ten, and like you said, we um got ranked number number three in the state. So yeah, by Buckeye Prep. So I mean, that's a pretty reputable uh reputable program. So y'all roll with the team from uh going next year and then the year after that. Yeah, like ho- seven or eight. Yeah, hopefully when we keep them all the way through high school. Cause oh, I mean, okay. once, once they get to high school, man. Uh. I can't wait. It's gonna be crazy, man. Cause I know like football is a little different. Like it stops at a certain thing or um, like, like pee wee, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I think it's like it's all the same. So I mean, it's like, but they go uh, like football and basketball. Actually, like middle school starts at seventh grade mm-hmm. when they, when they when they start playing school ball. So, so I mean, as long as you know, um, like, hey, you got a rule, and it actually only really pertains to Ohio. Like he was saying that um, 
none of our guys go to the same school. You can only have two kids on the AAU team from the same school. Okay. So like like I, I coach school ball too, right? So I can have like four of my guys on my team. Mm. But I think there's a great I think it's a time actually in July, I think that rule doesn't apply. So I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it's a lot of rules. You gotta. Can you work all year round with the kids, or is uh, it like, certain? Well, not 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 during the school season. When they in school season, I, I can't mess with them. Okay. So that's a um O H S A A rule. Yeah. So, uh, Which yeah, once they reach seventh grade, you can't have more than two players from the same school. Okay. So that, like that benefits our team well because we started with everybody from different areas. Yeah. We I live in Piqua. All over uh, Chicago. Not, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. We're working on it. <laughs> but AP, both your boys play AAU ball. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Keo, he's on my um, sixth grade team, going into seventh grade. Then Cam, he was um, the old the, man. <laughs> yeah, he was on the, on the tenth grade team. He didn't play much this year because um, due to injury and then track. He was running track and um, he had hurt his knee, so he kind of just took. He played a few games and just took the rest of the season off. And then your nephews play on what team? Uh, yeah, well, my um, one nephew he played for, um, I think one Phenom out of Cincinnati. Then my uh, the other one he plays for, um, it's called Phenom Team Phenom out of Cincinnati. So ask my brother in law, coaches that team. So, okay, man, they, man. they they both some beasts. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, man, uh, they both beasts. But the yeah. older one boy <laughs> might have hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> man, he also plays for Princeton, right? Yeah, yeah. They um they both be playing this year. Okay, right. so what's the power play for them young bulls, man? I don't, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. Cause actually, the oldest one, he, um, he run cross country too. So I mean, he, he does a lot of that. So he, he run a lot of, um, got a lot of accolades for cross country. So then my, the, the other guy, he plays football too. So I mean, he football, basketball player. So he actually went down. He ended up playing with the Royals and Nationals down the Nationals with, uh, with the Royals. Did pretty well. So when you watch out for that guy, he's, he's tough, man. Yeah, man. Them young boys is. It's nasty out there, man. So I would, I know when I was coming up playing a lot of sports, man. We played the sport of the season. Mm. It was football season, we played football just season. B ball, B ball season. Yeah. We even did a little baseball in my right. Yeah, my <laughs> same here. If it had a ball, I went from winter basketball to baseball to soccer to that was just <laughs> my way of keeping probably busy for her as a single parent. But yeah, yeah. And that, nowadays <laughs> we really specialize sports like. At what age do you think, like, all right, man, you need to put down the football. You you <laughs> did that. You need to give up this whole soccer thing. And this come, is what come you over here and play some golf with Killer Kid. Hey, <laughs> play some golf. Say <laughs> on that side too, man. Who's the dude just won the tournament? You got me kind of paying attention to golf. Uh, uh Spieth. Yeah, they got paid. He got paid how much? Uh, he got like one point nine or something. He's yeah. Is it too late for me? <laughs> oh no, golf is you know VJ Singh is fifty. He on the leaderboard Man, right I'm now. I'm about to get it in. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to jump on this golf train. Because I was just thinking that like we just said, you know, growing up from anywhere from second to third grade till you reach that junior high high school level, you just playing sports and loving it. But for me, it became a point where like, well, I conceded I'm gonna be a role player on most of these team sports. <laughs> Let me go ahead and do some individual sports and see how I do. And I fell in love with tennis and golf in high school more than I did, you know, basketball, football. Just on the simple fact of like, I got a bare chance of seeing my name in the paper. (laughs) Going in right. right. (laughs) (laughs) And I fell in love with the other sports, is what I call them. So, yeah. What's the biggest difference between handling your your kids, your actual kids, and the whole AU thing? Like, how do y'all? Make sure, like you touched on it earlier, that you're not making it all about your son mm-hmm. as opposed to the whole team. Uh, I mean, coaching your, your um, kid is always tough. Um, I mean, I think some people, they look at it like your son ought to be like top notch. Or if he's not as good, he shouldn't be getting all that playing time that maybe he's getting, take maybe taken away. I, I've never tried to, um, I've never played daddy ball ever. I've been coaching Keo since, uh, since he started, was well, um, I, I started off as an assistant coach. Shout out to my guy Rico Ward, um, put me on as a as a coach. But uh, I mean, I, I've never played daddy ball, so I mean, either you you doing what you're supposed to be doing, you gonna get out there and play. If you ain't doing what you gonna do, you come come sit down. So I mean, I really don't make any big um 
I don't differentiate between okay, yeah, this is my son, and this is this is the player right here. Whoever's best at that time is going to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, and I base a lot of playing time off practice, and then at at, at, at the um in the heat of the game, man, it just it just might I made it roll with just five or six or seven rotation just gets real thin. It just um how the flow of the game is going at that time, man. I don't um this this is what it is. I don't make any difference. I mean, any difference between this is my son. I want him out there. Of course, I want him to see him play, but I mean. Whoever's doing what they supposed to be doing at that time, they're going to play. That's how I, I look at it. How do how do the kids take this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at home, like, it's at b-ball practice, your coach, and at that, at home, your dad. Like, how do they, how do <laughs> they handle that? that? <laughs> it's a, it's a love-hate <laughs> relationship. I mean, you have some long rides home where you riding, riding them, getting on them, telling them about what he didn't do or what he should have did. And then you have a time where I, I talk to P later on, like, man, I should have shut up. I went too far. You know what I mean? But I think at the end of the day, if you got a, it's important if you got a kid on the team that you treat everybody the same way. And I think with our program, we do that. It's like P's more the laid back guy <laughs> with the uh, Phil Jackson type style. <laughs> I'm giving like, out books to read. Right? Yeah. I'm like the black Bobby Knight. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, and like I said, there's times where I felt bad. Like, man, maybe you went too far. And you got to think, I can't want it more than them. That's the... You just named our pod, sir, <laughs> for the week. Yeah. <laughs> but if that's you treat exactly them all the same, it, it works out. Like I don't think any kid on our team can say, oh, well, Keo gets treated different because that's peace on or Dre gets treated different. Anything they say, like, I, I don't want to be Dre. <laughs> I don't, don't want to go home with Dre. But, like, all our kids, I mean, every weekend during the season, somebody's spending the night over somebody else's house or somebody's riding from the game to the hotel in somebody else's car. So we've built good relationships. So there is no favoritism. Everybody eats at everybody's house. And it's all love. Yeah. I would say it's a lot of things that people don't like about AAU ball, but a person that I'm surprised that doesn't like AAU ball is Tracy McGrady. I read the article about Tracy McGrady that going into his senior year, nobody never heard of this dude. Who is this? Who is this kid? He goes to an AAU camp. They know who Tracy McGrady is after that. Then it's like a whirlwind. Next thing you know, T Mac going straight from high school to the league. But he doesn't like AAU ball. And I would think a person who got put on the map. Extreme benefits from You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they didn't even know he was Vince Carter's cousin. They ain't like this random ass school in Florida that he went to. Then he goes to an academy, really blows his name up. And then next thing you know, he's a, a lottery pick in the NBA. And he doesn't like AAU ball. I think he would be the poster child for <laughs> AAU ball. Like, right. yo, this is the shit. <laughs> yeah, right. right. I don't understand it, really. I mean, it's a great outlet. Like, I live in Pickle. My boy grew up, was growing up in Pickle. It's small. I grew up in Dayton. Mm-hmm. But once we started playing, once I started playing basketball with him, I thought, hey, he's doing pretty good. But my thing was, I need to take him to the city. Mm-hmm. So when I took him to the city, he started, uh, well, I had to put a little team together in Piqua. And, like, in Piqua, you got kids that go, that do that. If it's baseball season, it's baseball. Then it's football. Then it's basketball. But, like, when basketball season is over, they don't touch the basketball again mm-hmm. until next November. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think my philosophy is, you're never going to be more than mediocre at best at all of them if you don't put in the work year-round. So, like, I fight with my son. I don't want him to play football, but he loves football too. But during football season, every football season, he misses a game or two because we go, like, to the Buckeye Prep Showcase. And when on his off days from football, we go to the gym. We get shots up. You know what I mean? So, it's that's pivotal. You got to keep keep a ball in a ball in your hand if you want to be 
out there. But to say AAU is not beneficial, like I said, I live in Pickle, and until I was, I believe, over 21, I didn't even know Pickle existed. <laughs> so, and I'm 30, 30 miles from it, you know what I mean? So if it wasn't for AAU, he probably wouldn't be where he is right now with his game. Mm. You know what I mean? Especially not in Pickwood because like a small place like that, it's a football town. Yeah. That they big on football and basketball's never been a real big thing, but you've got kids that have been real good like Storm mm. uh, that played, graduated from Dunbar this year. He was at Pickwood and Pickwood lost him because it's not a place for basketball. Right. And he came down to Dunbar and did his thing. Yeah, yeah. What's it, the oh. what's the recommended age? I know it's like you said, there's kids that's maybe are in the wrong level at, at the time or whatever, but like ha, has a parent that got a kid that you look at and say, oh, he might have something or she might have something. What's the recommended age to start chasing AAU like as early as possible? Or can you hop in in fourth and fifth grade and, and, and kind of get going? I'd say probably the earlier the better. Um, I mean, and you that, said second grade they start. Yeah, they they start in that second grade. Man. And sometimes you don't I mean, see me in the hoop court at second grade. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> What's yeah. the ball? Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's you talking eight years. You get in high school, eight nine years of AAU, mm-hmm. like along with school sports and right. all that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that the early the better. I mean, you know, you know what you got. So yeah. I mean, you can know early on, early enough. Hey, this is. Hey son, you're right. This ain't for you. Maybe we need to go try X, Y, Z. Like you yeah. said, I mean you. So you can step it into almost an all star atmosphere. Yeah, to yeah, where, all, yeah, yeah, all if rip. You, if you can't go off with the left hand yet, this might mm-hmm. not be. Yeah, for you. exactly. Yeah. You <laughs> might might want to stick with the uh, with the YMCA yeah, or exactly, whatever, the rec exactly. leagues or whatever. So, exactly. Yeah, rec leagues. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't understand. I mean, maybe I, we just haven't been exposed to the the real dark side of AAU. Because I mean, I don't. I don't see anything wrong with it because I know we practice, we um, we 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 develop our kids. You know what I'm saying? We try to get them ready for the next level, um, and that's what that's what we do. We go out there. It's not, we, of course, we want to win, but it's not always about winning. Like I said, it's, it's about getting these kids developed, and then eventually get them a, getting them a scholarship to um to school, getting them a free ride, man. Yeah, that's what that's what we're all about. Yeah. So um, I know some of these some of these other organizations, they may be just out for the money, um. I need to figure out how to, how to go that route because I ain't made I ain't made no money doing AAU. I'm spending putting out more money, but no, I mean then you got like these these sponsor teams. I mean they go out then then you just you might pick up a kid just for one tournament and you don't see him again. So I mean it's just it's that's all about I, that's winning what I'm for some. Daydreaming about like it just buy, like I feel like I feel like the stress of AAU is only going to get worse mm-hmm. because we're getting we're learning of these kids at sixth, seventh, eighth grade. We're seeing Alabama. Eighth grader getting signed, and like <laughs> yeah. we're just seeing it so young that it's like AAU is gonna be almost like the big three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's just, it's just gonna turn into something where it's like you recruiting at at junior high levels right, now, yeah. trying to grab the next one that's supposed to be it. Yeah, it just seems like it's gonna just keep getting to where AAU. If you if you're involved in that, at least on the outside looking in, it seems like that has to be a focus because you can get mediocre in it or you can excel in it it mm-hmm. seems you know and it seems like it's just a lot of work to keep a, a team together to keep kids motivated yeah. to keep the morale up all that it just seems so much it was a kid that played at Syracuse uh Chris McCullough he didn't play on his high school basketball team and still got a scholarship to Syracuse to play ball mm-hmm. like that's how real it is it's yeah. like AU is trumping yeah, the, the high school, school yeah, basketball school experience. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you. I think you definitely need both, but I mean, you get more exposure doing going the AAU route. Because I mean, you you're in different cities, different states, week in and week out. So, I mean, you you get and you're hitting exposure, uh, exposure tournaments where the college coaches are. Mm. So. It seemed like you're going right into like the Oak Hills and you know all the prep schools mm-hmm. that you get involved with in high school ball, where it's like. You good? We want you over here, and the next thing you know, you're playing the bigger schedules and getting the exposure. And AAU, you getting it. It just seems like there's there's levels to it, yeah. And we're really seeing it now more right. than ever. Like there's 
you can pick a path if you choose. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it gets wild, man. It gets wild. Mm. Do y'all express to the kids how hard it is to actually earn a scholarship to oh, play ball? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, I mean, it's crazy the um, the chances that they would get. You know what I'm saying? Especially a D1 scholarship. But even like D three or NAI and what is the NAIA whatever it is, yeah. I mean to get those scholarships is so hard. So I man, that's why we we stress that that work, man. Y'all got to put in this work. This can't come to practice today and think it's over with. Mm-hmm. At, at the practice, what are you doing? Well, y'all can really express to them how hard uh, cats went and in intermeals at right. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> you hell, hold up! That Thursday night love. <laughs> you need to be working on your game. Yeah. To be honest, that Thursday night intramural was deeper than the right state hoop game. Oh uh, yeah, it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, intramural king right here. <laughs> intramural used to go super hard, man. <laughs> 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 hey, F Sally yeah. Max, bitch. <laughs> but yeah. AP, I wanted to ask you a couple questions about Wright State University, man. What's up, man? What's your memory of the party of '98, as it's uh, become known amongst the crew, <laughs> man? What's your memory of party '98? Uh, <laughs> I, I got a few, couple of them, but I remember the the, the fight. <laughs> you already know I was going there, yo. Yes, sir. If the fight, whatever, I, um. Whatever our part I was a part of, me and Nate had me put up in the room, yo. <laughs> I remember Cass was going wild out there in the Union parking lot, man. I like, yo, what in the world is going on here? You know what I'm saying? Still this in high is school. Come, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never experienced nothing like it, but it, it was it was crazy, man. I mean, all all the guys out there in the woods. Yeah, man. man it, it was, it was a sight to behold. Yeah, it was real out there. <laughs> I would tell you, my obviously the incident. And then the second memory I have from that is, you remember Glory? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember her outfit? Nah. Uh, the titties. Oh, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she had on like this sheer top, and she's walking around, nipples on full display. Cass is just, just like, huh? Like, yo, let me get a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Say that for the archives, right. man. And it's something I definitely needed to ask you before. We got up out of here, man. Settle this debate between me and the wife once and for all. We gonna have your your stamp on it. How did I meet the wife? Uh, yo, <laughs> well, was she sweating me or no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, Shady, she gonna get my she gonna get the win. <laughs> yo, yo, I remember yo because we was in Atlanta. We went down there uh, <laughs> in the Celica, yo. Yes, <laughs> Four deep. I remember cause we, you was talking about this. Um, you was talking about this shorty. I'm like, yo, I like this girl, whatever. I'm like, oh, you know, you talking about man. Right. You kept trying to describe her. And um, we get back, get back to the yard. Wallabies Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday night. I'm over here. We chilling. Next thing I know, I see Shady. She in there, cab over there, kissing her in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Shot, huh? Oh Shoot yeah, shot, yeah. Hey, it was history after that, man. Hey, hey. <laughs> to my uh, to my point, man. You know, there's a lot of drinking going on back in those days, oh, yeah. man. You know, it's I I don't recall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I'm gonna stand firm on my story that she was sweating me and she was at my neck and I was just you know what I'm saying being L keys. Man. Yeah. That's, what, that's, how I was, that's my story. You sticking to sticking it, huh? To it, man. <laughs> Well, we definitely appreciate y'all fellas coming on the pod today, man. Just hey, appreciate to get you having us, man. AAU culture, man. Yeah, yeah, shouts we, to MVP Dynasty, man. Absolutely, yeah, man. definitely. I mean, we we barely scratched the sermon. We can we can talk about this all day, man. Absolutely, man. How can yeah. people like if they got a kid that think they can think they got some game? How can they get in contact with uh, y'all fellas? Well, we on um, we on Facebook. Uh, just look up MVP Dynasty twenty twenty three. That's what our our particular team. We all looking for a couple couple of kids, so. Y'all looking for some guards, y'all looking uh, for some big men. What's up? Hey, we're looking for everything, man. So I mean we got we got a great core, so I mean we missing one or two pieces just to get us over that hump, I believe. And then just MV, just search MVP um Dynasty AAU on um on on Facebook and I think uh Instagram too. So there's a couple different pages floating around on there on Instagram. Lots of trophies out there, man. Yeah, man. Uh, we're trying to get one today, our last one for the season. So if y'all ain't doing that around one o'clock, ask championship game be at four, so 
We, we expecting to be there. We act, we playing up in the seventh grade uh, league now and then. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we act undefeated right now. So we looking carried on through, all the way through. Talk about that because there is a a difference between you know we think like oh man now that we're all grown like oh man I'm 38 he's 40 uh, what's the difference but you know it's a big difference between a sixth grader and a seventh grader. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost night and day, yo. The size, man, size difference. I mean, at that seventh grade, they really they ended that puberty. You know, you know, yeah. you know, what I'm saying they full fledged in their puberty. So they, some of these guys. I mean, I got a guy, um, seventh grade J five, man. You think he's a ninth grader? Mm. Yeah, I mean, he he's he was compared to some of my guys. I'm like, yo, wait a minute. But it's funny though. Even with our team now, we step on the court. They don't believe we in sixth grade. So really, yeah. Uh, Situations with parents at halftime at the rest, they want to see paperwork, IDs, <laughs> and we got and team moms. They got to have that stuff on deck because we've been in situations where they want to see it. Cause, wow. And then we've been in situations where I, I want to see. It. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and the kid, but some, and sometimes you do have some shady stuff going on. But a lot of times these kids are really that big. You know, it's legit now. But then you, when you see them start to play, you see how awkward they mm. move and whatnot. Okay, yeah, he's still a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And at the end of the day, they still are kids. Yeah. And I, I see something else, this thing that's going on, this rec- reclassification. Like, dudes are, like, jumping a grade. And, like, this one kid talking about he's about to reclassify over the summer. And then, like, yeah, I'm going to be in school at Kentucky in the fall. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't. How how's that? What is what is that? I don't even understand that. Like, I want to reclassify. Right. Go back to college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to reclassify. Yeah. Start this whole thing over. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause I think you can play like ball all the way up until you're 19. It's in the um you you like I said you go down look up the um OHSAA rules. It's so many different rules in there, but you can play up until like you're 19. I think when you come a junior or a senior, you can reclassify. Like they got a um, prep school down in Cincinnati that Don Prep guys was um, the coach was looking for players to come down there and play. You had a couple of seniors, um, I, some from here, some from Lyman. They going down there. They were seniors last year. Mm. Going to come in again as a senior mm-hmm. and play. But they don't play like high school ball. They playing like um, yeah. college prep teams or um, j- junior colleges yeah. stuff like that. So the JUCO leagues. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. I man. commend y'all for coaching that age bracket because I know for me. <laughs> <laughs> Straight A's elementary school, yeah. and I always joke and say, once my dick started working, <laughs> I, I was struggling to stay eligible to play sports. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole focus changed. So like that's a hard age bracket to keep. Yeah, yeah, keep keep yeah, focused. Yeah, I, I, I could definitely, t- I definitely attest to that. Especially, <laughs> now I ain't gonna say person. You know, <laughs> no, but um, this, this coaching because I, I coached school ball last year, first time, and I coached seventh grade. I mean, them hormones, they was all over the place, man, yeah. trying to keep them guys in check. And you have a high schooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it, it's going it's to be interesting to see how these guys, um, how they come back in uh, in, the, in the spring next year. My guys I got um, yeah. coming up seventh grade. We push our boys to stay focused, though, and stay in the books. Yeah. Like, my son, personally, like, he's had junior high eligibility rules since he was in third grade. You get in trouble. You bring some bad grades home, you're not playing this weekend. That's it. Yeah. And I use that to push him mm-hmm. to stay focused in school and not. And like the reclassification thing, that that, that to me is crazy. Yeah, man. I they're mean, talking about like, yeah, he's supposed to graduate next year, but no, nah, he's going to graduate this year. How? But I mean, well, wait, what, huh? <laughs> but it, Last time I heard, you had to go to school to graduate. Right. Are you, you filling out forms for this? Like, <laughs> yeah, what's, yeah, like, what's happening? <laughs> sign this or here and sign this. It's a lot of stuff going on, even down. <laughs> On the elementary level, like you got something not that irritates me is holding kids back. Ugh. You know what I mean? Like if you holding your kid back, if it, and it's not for educational purposes, yeah, it's just so he can be the biggest kid on the on the smaller team next year. Then that, I mean that's weak to me. Yeah, you're not doing your kid no justice. You know what I mean? Because eventually his age gonna catch up yeah. to him, and he gonna be right. Aged out where you can't play or right. something. That's when the reclassification comes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we got, we got the it's starting to make sense now. Graduate. That's crazy, man. 
Yeah, but I, I think all all our kids on the um on the dynasty team they they all got um on the honor roll. So we definitely super dope. Definitely, definitely um preach some grades first. Them books over the balls, man. So. Yeah, that's I I think the term student athlete really from the times we grew up in the eighties and nineties, you was you know almost you were still a student, but it wasn't like now where it's really pushed to be a student mm, athlete. Right. Know? So I think that's really important for our youth to like you say. Have some, have some, you know, parent go, parent boundaries that you know. Hey, I can't bring home this C, mm-hmm. or I ain't playing in Kentucky in four weeks. Mm-hmm. Right, I ain't gonna right. play against so and so's kid. Yeah, and get <laughs> my, this look. Maybe I can lock him up and get my look. Exactly. And I blew it. Yeah, 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 exactly. man. Opportunity comes. I commend y'all, man. Absolutely, Appreciate man. That, man. Can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. We out till next week. Peace. <laughs>